0: Hey, Love Your Life family. Welcome back to another Loving Your Life discussion. It's your sis, Crystal. What's
1: going on, fam? It's your brother, Andre. We're excited to be back with you.
0: Yes, indeed, with another discussion about loving your life. So what's good? What's what's good with you, baby?
1: Nothing much, girl. Just kind of hanging out. We had an awesome day today, just me and my babe. Got a chance to get away, catch up, spend some quality time, just her and I. So, hey, I'm on cloud nine. What about you?
0: I'm doing pretty good. That time away is, man, rejuvenating, refreshing, and... Just taking our time, not feeling rushed, not feeling boxed into any type of time at all. And so it's been it's been really good. And so I'm just thankful to be out. It's actually absolutely beautiful here today. It's not blazing hot and it's not too cold. Beautiful overcast. So just taking it all in for
1: sure. Taking it all in and and even just with that, taking it all in, taking time to take it all in, being intentional of slowing down enjoying day-to-day life some of the simple things Uh, it's been it's just been a relaxing weekend
0: for sure you know as we have a lot on our plate as as do our listeners you know preparing for the wrapping up of the end of the school year preparing for graduations big shout out for those that press through such a complex season of dealing with the pandemic virtual learning all the back and forth so we want to definitely continue to show our educators mad love the leaders and the students and parents for pressing through and navigating through just the complexities of the world right now and so kudos to y'all big shout out to those that are preparing for graduation we'll continue to show y'all some love as we wrap up the end of the school year How are things looking on your end? I know, you know, preparing for the wrapping up on your school end. You have quite a bit of seniors this year. What does that look like for you?
1: For sure. Busy. Um, Definitely, you know, quite a bit of people graduating high school, eighth grade promotees from my school. But that's a part of life, you know. And I want to stress, even as you talked about the um, quarantine, that really speaks to resilience. Yeah.
0: Uh,
1: And kudos to these mothers, fathers, our listeners, You know, aunts, uncles, all those who are listening, kudos to you who have been resilient in the midst of these changes. It's been one thing after the other, but I want to stress, you know, successful people find a way uh, to keep going. And so there's some things we adjusted, shifted, modified, refrained from doing. Some things we did differently, but the bottom line is life kept moving and. You know, we kept moving. Successful people find a way to keep moving. It may not look like it used to, um, but progress is progress. And so kudos, hats out uh, to those people who have continued to grind and find a way to make it work.
0: For sure. You know, today I really was sitting back as we get our time away, something that I absolutely love. I was sitting and thinking about a frequently asked question that I have all the time is, are y'all really that happy do y'all? You, are, you be getting that? Yeah. Like, is it like? How have y'all been able to go through all the stuff that you've been through, and like, you actually you like your husband? You're in love with him. Like, how have we been able to do that? And so, I wanted to kind of unpack that today because love is work. Love, love is sacrificial. Um, it's not all roses and peaches and 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 <laughs> strawberries all the time. And so, it's not. You know what I mean. No, I got you. (laughs) Um, You should
1: have said, this is what you should have said, girl. What? You should have been like, well, what's not to love?
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: You know, that's what you should have did.
0: You know what? (laughs) Hey, I don't have no problem telling anybody how in love I am with you, but it's definitely just been intentional love. Right. Well, I
1: think also, though, with that comment, many people have a false sense of life, meaning love is deeper than i'm upset so we're not getting along love when you true love when you love someone you know especially you talk about love and marriage it's in spite of me being upset in spite of our disagreements we're going to both come together talk about it work it out because we love one another and so it's not always about you know being upset or being frustrated i mean that's a part of life two people coming together especially in, in the case of marriage Becoming one, there's going to be disagreements. There's going to be different viewpoints, perspectives. We have different experiences. And um, so I'm going to stress, there's no such thing as a perfect, you know, relationship. Uh, But I think one of the things, not I think, I know, the major thing that makes our relationship go is obviously an agape love for one another, that sacrificial love. So, you know, that we each give of ourselves for the benefit of, of one another the benefit of our marriage. And at times that may mean I wait, you go, vice versa. There's times you go, I wait. I mean that's a part of, you know, sacrifice.
0: Yeah, I concur with you. And to be straight up also foundationally for us, our relationship has been our relationship has been rooted in the Word of God. You know, our foundational scripture has been First Corinthians thirteen, dealing with what love is, and I think sometimes because of life and situations and distractions, it's important that you intentionally go back to the foundation of relationships and um, really invite God into your relationship. I mean when you do stuff from that perspective, it is gonna require work. It requires you being learning how to be selfless, which is an ongoing process for humans in general. And so um, I would say another huge, huge one for us is communication. We talk all the time. And we've learned to be con- extremely transparent with each other and grow in love constantly. That's you, the ongoing process.
1: No, for sure. But I want to go back for a minute. You said, because you really talked about the foundation. What is your foundation? You mentioned our relationship with God. I want to say this, and I'm going to stress this, because too often people make it sound like if you believe in God or if you have a foundation with God, that your life, it's, there's no no, no shortcomings. There is Everything is fine. You're always happy. That is not true. Not always
0: yes, the Yes, we have a
1: foundation, <laughs> relationship with God, but yeah. there's times we go through, we hurt, we get frustrated, we bleed. You know, we get disappointed, you know, we have letdowns. I mean, there that's a part of life. And so I think it's important for people to truly redefine this false narrative that many people believe when you are in love with one another and and have a relationship with God that, you know, you don't have any bad days. And that is so much far from the truth. Right. Uh, you know, we've had heartache. We've had losses. We've had failures. Uh you know, I mean, that's a part of life, you know, beyond, I think, beyond the average Joe personally. But a big part of it is, is again, loving one another enough to know in spite of failures, heartbreaks, disaster, trauma, we're going to draw together and look to overcome it versus attacking one another because of it.
0: Right. And I think um, there's certain things that you every person I think has a responsibility to look at what shaped them and identify the pros and the cons and what you would love to multiply in your marriage and your family moving forward and some things that were part of shaping you that weren't good for you and if it wasn't good for you why would you think it is gonna be good for your future and so versus getting into that routine of that's how mama did it that's how daddy did it granddaddy did it or whoever your guardian may have been because a lot of times we're repeating dysfunction because it's been normalized versus, you know what, this is uh not good for me. It's not it's not going to help me, it's actually hurting me, or is it gonna help your partner or hurt them, your children, so on and so forth. And so these are the things that we have intentionally done and it has not come without pain.
1: So love, because you know, back to your, your original uh point, you're really talking about love, whatever your relationship is, you know. A real relationship has to be rooted in love. And, you know, I want to get out of that superficial love and really talk about that selfless love, uh, you know, agape love, sacrificial love, not superficial, but sacrificial. Meaning don't say you love me if you're not willing to sacrifice for me and vice versa. It would be foolish of me to say I love my wife or my kids or anyone that I care about. I love them. But the only time I do something for them is if it's on my terms.
0: Right. That's okay? good.
1: So, so part of sacrificial love is it costs giving of yourself. It's costing you something. And so if you are in a situation where you're questioning or you're wondering, is he the one, she the one or, or, or do they love me? Examine, spend some time observing the relationship. Do they only give on their terms or do they give a sacrifice as a just as a part of their day to day life? Um, I think that's a true testament if it's truly love. Because it would be easy for me to give something away that's not costing me anything.
0: Man, that's good.
1: Okay? That's that doesn't define my love for you if everything I do for you it's it it doesn't cost me anything. Right, it's comes not with the ease. It, yes yeah, an time. ease. Many things as a father, as a husband, when I look at my relationship with my wife and kids. It's because I love them. There's a sacrifice. And so that means it's, yes, it's costing me some time. Sometimes it costs me some things that I want to do for the sake of this is what's best for my wife or or my family, or, you know, Hey, they've been doing this. I'm going to do this for them. So I want to stress, you know, examine that sacrifice piece. There cannot be true love without sacrifice.
0: You know, another one I would say is not making room for each other to grow. Meaning, life hits in in relationships, different things occur. And that person you met five years ago because of something new that's occurred in your relationship, that's not the same person you married. And I think sometimes people are fighting for that person they initially met versus learning to embrace and make room for the person that has been developed because life has brought challenges and, um, that affects us physically affects us psychologically. And so if somebody's feeling like they're always having to maintain a role versus truly be able to walk into or step into the different aspects of their life that have challenged them and now have pushed them to be somebody else, give them the space to process that so that they can navigate through it healthy versus always trying to fight to be that person that you once married. Well, but
1: give me an example. Like, kind of give me example of what like well, what you mean by that like how would you put that in concrete terms
0: so i think sometimes okay if you go if you get into a marriage and there's or any relationship right any relationship and let's say you don't have children at the time so let's say you're down the road a couple years two children are on board now but you're Date night was every Friday night, and you're irritated because you don't get to go out every single Friday night, and so you become pessimistic about it versus being more optimistic and coming together to identify okay, how can we continue to implement date night versus oh, am I you're not attracted to me anymore? Now it's becoming combative, it's turning into an argument. And you're pointing out the negativity in each other versus truly being able to hit the nail on the head that you just want to sp- spend time together. And then identifying the solution, because clearly you have more responsibilities now on your plate and it doesn't work the way it did when you were parents.
1: Gotcha. No, that makes perfect sense. You know, I think most people can can, you know, relate to that as you age, whether it's kids or not in the dynamics or you just have greater Career responsibilities as you've matured in your profession. Uh, that comes with a cost, more time, more demands on it. And that spills over to every aspect of you know of life. And so I definitely think that's that's a very good point. Just being aware of where you are in life, in your relationship, and knowing that you, you it's okay to love, but it may not look exactly the same. Meaning, some of the things that you used to enjoy doing, that was a source of connection. Well, with life, the issue is connecting, not necessarily what task you're connecting over, because that changes, whether it be kids in a dynamics, you know, age, your abilities to do things you used to do older compared to what you used to do when you are younger. I mean, all of that, that life changes. So I think the biggest thing is that constant of quality time, quality time. And I want to stress, if you find yourself. In a relationship, because whether it's marriage or dating, whether it's just people that you enjoy spending time with your friends, whatever the the dynamics of the relationship is, if you find yourself in a, in a relationship with someone and you don't have quality time with them or the or the other party is not making time to have spend quality time with you. And I know even as a man, you know, me and I going to say, hey, brother, I want to spend some quality time. Come on. With another man. That's just not, you know what I'm saying? We don't talk on those terms. But my point is, regardless of how we articulate it, if if you my homeboy and I enjoy kicking with you, spending time, we're going to, you know, do something. Go out for some wings, watch some boxing, just catch up, whatever it is. Okay? And so I'm going to stress, a part of love is making time. And sometimes people, they struggle to grow together. Because there's not enough quality time and they begin to grow apart. And so I think quality time, uh, you know, let that be a component of how you rate your relationships. You know, if you're questioning, does he love me? Does she love me? Or, well, where are we at? You know, just kind of some of the things you may want to think about. I'm not, you know, telling people what is love and what's not. But just kind of examine, you know, the situation, the relationship. Is time being made to spend quality time.
0: I think that's good. Another huge, huge one is learn how to embrace change.
1: Yeah, no, that's good.
0: That, that man right there. Cause as you mentioned, all the different things, career change, becoming parents, moving, you know, going back to school, all of these require change. These require adjustments to schedules. And, For most working adults, you spend more time at your place of employment than you do at home. And so when you come home, you do want to be able to connect with one another. So identifying, okay, what is something that for sure brings you all in, keeps you connected, that you are maintaining a level of transparency and honesty with each other so that these don't become walls, that different Changes don't become bricks. And now you're building walls that are drawing a wedge between your relationship and your ability to connect. And so that directly correlates with sometimes when frustration comes in. And then another one, you have to be careful who you're talking to, who are you allowing in to have a voice in your relationship. I mean, these are some areas that boundaries, healthy boundaries have to be put in place because at the end of the day, it's your relationship. It's not everybody's business or everybody's relationship. You know, so there's a lot of things that my husband and I found foundationally that we discussed that was not gonna ride in our marriage. And one, a big one was that nobody else's voice outside of God was going to override each other's. And so being able to listen, to understand, Versus listening to rebuttal and to shut down because you don't agree. And so seeking to understand each other, that's huge for growth and growing in love. And again, I don't say these like it's easy because it does require you being able to get outside of yourself and not allow your emotions to drive a conversation versus being able to hear each other's heart and to respect each other's voice.
1: Emotions. That's huge. Emotions. That word, because I think that. That is a, a very big component of identifying. Is it love or lust? Because emotions can be fickle. I mean, they can come and go. Yes. With the, with the weather change, with you know, the time of day, your emotional state, stress, whatever, that's your emotional state. Uh, but when I talk about sacrificial love, that is a constant. You know, you're not falling in and out of love like that. Okay, when you truly love someone, you know, that's a it's sacrificial. It doesn't just come and go. And sometimes people are mistaking lust for love. Oh, I don't love him no more. I don't I don't love her no more. Well, could it be that you were really lusting for them? Mm-hmm. And it was fickle and you and, and so that feeling is no longer there because of, you know, some superficial or sh- or shallow tendencies. Right. So I'm going to stress part of it too is truly identifying. Cause I think sometimes people um, in relationships, you know, use the term love lightly.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and again, you know, we're talking about that sacrificial love where it just doesn't come and go with the time of day.
0: Well, it's huge. And even as you're just saying all this, I think it goes back, which I mentioned earlier unfortunately a lot of people are raised with love that's perceived as positive but it's really dysfunctional so name calling you know physically being attacked Uh, I mean we could go on and on and this was a lot of people's example of love you know seeing that and told oh I love you after being told how dumb you were how stupid you were or you know it becoming a physical altercation and so You always have to go back and okay, have I normalized dysfunction? And now am I, you know, serving this to the person that I say that I love? But that's not what shaped them. And so, this is this conversation, there's tons of layers to it, but I really wanted to be able to just give space to some things that my husband and I have implemented throughout our marriage, our relationship. We've been together for over 20 years married 18 years big
1: ups big ups
0: you know and so we are definitely out of place we can't sit here and list off all of the storms that have hit our life but we have outlasted the storms and they have made us better wiser and um we love to be able to just give some tools and share some nuggets with our audience and so you know, I'm in love with this man. He, he has had my back.
1: And I'm in love with you, girl.
0: <laughs> God knows through so, so much. And he's really covered me and supported me. But it did not come without pain. It did not come without sacrifice, you know, and hard conversations. But when you love someone, that's what you're willing to do. It, it really is getting up and dying to selflessness
1: mm-hmm.
0: every single day. And that's work.
1: You're dying to selfishness.
0: Selfishness, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, it's, no, for sure. I, I agree. I, I think, you know, and even part of it was we talk about like this podcast and, you know, um, loving your life. Uh, it's not just about someone else. Loving yourself enough to not normalize abuse or foolishness or to not sell yourself short from what you deserve. Loving yourself enough uh, to take time for you, to take time of your health needs. Loving yourself enough to make sure that when you enter into a relationship, you know, someone is treating you with respect and dignity that you deserve. Uh, and I want to say this, and this may be for someone. I know it's for someone. You're not going to be able to truly love someone else like you really want to love them until you can learn to love yourself. Okay. Sometimes people enter into relationships and they don't know how to love someone else because they don't know how to love themselves. And so I want to stress, you know, you are valuable. You are important. You is kind. You <laughs> is beautiful. <laughs> and so, you know, that that's a huge part of it.
0: For sure, you know, I, I could literally sit here and talk to you about this all day, um, because you know it is such a delicate topic. Everybody wants connection and wants to be, you know, that some. For some, they're fulfilled through friendship. Some people desire marriage, and it looks different for everybody. And so um, at the end of the day, you always want to be able to, whatever the complexities may look like, make sure that you're in a position of helping and not hurting each other, bringing support to each other, um, and being cognizant of self-centeredness. I mean, it is an issue. It's it's hard when you've been single, living on your own, spending your own money and doing stuff. And then you have to connect with somebody. And now you're discussing finances with them and, you know, planning a future. And it's not all about you anymore. And so uh, sometimes I think these are the conversations that, unfortunately, people don't get to have about how, mu- how being in a relationship is an act of, you know, selflessness. Yeah,
1: no, for sure. For sure.
0: You know, you get in relationships and you're like, well, I want this and I want to be treated like that. And it's okay to have your wants, but you always have to go back. Okay, is this helping or hurting? Am I being selfish? And so on and so forth. And I'm not saying that because you want something that means you're selfish. I'm not saying that at all. So I want to just make sure that we're speaking from a balanced I was going to say that's a
1: big part, just that balance piece. Right. You know, just truly being balanced. But um, listen, love is deep and you know babe thank god for you our relationship and and, um i love you girl and i'm glad we just got an opportunity to share uh because at the end of the day you know this is a part of learning you know hearing from other people experiences you know we listen to other people there's people in our life that we spend time with just to glean from not to tell us what to do but to glean from and so we've always said that we want to be a uh Part of who we are, part of our calling is to be able to share. So it's pretty cool to really just, you know, let loose and just really talk about real meaningful things. And so listen, hey, we love you. Love your life. Take care of yourself. uh, Take care of, you know, your needs and value the relationships that you do have.
0: It's been real.
1: Babe, tell them where they can check us out. at.
0: You can check us out on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most podcast outlets. We thank y'all so much for tuning in for another episode about loving your life.
1: Peace.